The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. back to legit bat we have micah dank coming back on today uh sorry this episode's a little bit late usually i release on sundays but it was kind of late by the time we got done and i didn't feel like it so it's out today hope you enjoy it uh if you want to support us it's patreon.com slash legit bat podcast i think that's what it is just i don't know give it a google like usual but uh let's see what do we have coming up Hang on, i got to look at my phone. Uh, oh, Amish Inquisition is coming on Sunday. These, uh, I think they're English lads. It's going to be a fun chat with them. We also have, for the Patreon, Josh Monday coming back on, I think, Thursday. And I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet. I usually am not sure until we start talking. But that's going to be a Patreon episode, but I'm gonna, I'll put a sample of it out on the regular feed. You can get a taste of that. I think that's uh, pretty much it. Until next time, have a good week. And we're back with Micah Dank. And he's got some new shit he's been working on. From what you tell me. So what is this new shit, this Illuminati hand symbol stuff? Yeah, so you guys are familiar with, uh, have you seen, like, pictures of, like, celebrities flashing hand signs before? Oh, yeah, a lot. Um, Beyonce, uh, what's his name, the rapper? Um, (laughs) Jay-Z. They're always doing the, like, the circle over the eye and the... Like, Lady Gaga does that shit, too, right? Or Mm -hmm. Madonna. Yeah, they all do, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, so basically... We're going to go over these signs. There's not that many of them. But so the thing is, is that all these signs have been perverted because they all come from a good place. Like their their origin is very positive. Um, one that I'm not going to talk about is the swastika. Well, I'll, I guess <laughs> I'll talk about it real quick. So the swastika, everybody says that it goes back to like the Hindu times. But it goes back way further than that. The truth of the matter is, is that if you take the, uh, the Big Dipper, you guys have seen the Big Dipper, right? Yeah. 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 If you take the Big Dipper and you take a picture of it on the solstices and the equinox, those four specific days, and you take pictures and you put them together, you get the swastika. So it's all, it's astrology. Like we were talking about last time. Oh yeah. Because of the way that it. 
the way that the Big Dipper goes around Polaris, it like just yeah. rotates around it. Okay, yeah. But you mentioned this one, right? Sometimes yeah. it's over the eye. That, that's a combination of two signs. Sometimes it's just like this. This, they say, is six, six, six. But do you remember in the news when they tried to say that this was also white power? Yeah. Do you remember when that was like, this sign was like banned? <laughs> that's the psyop on the psyop. <laughs> what this actually is, is if you do this and you turn it like this, have you seen this before? Maybe. In the in in meditation, right? You hold. Your oh, hands okay, yeah. That's where it comes from. It comes from uh, Buddhist meditation, uh, yoga, what have you. That's all this really is. And then you just take it like this, and it's corrupted. This is a combination of two signs. When you go like this, you've seen celebrities do this too, and they cover one eye, right? Yep. You've seen like a pictures of them doing that well that goes back to and everybody's supposed to say that it's for the illuminati uh, the pyramid on the dollar bill the illuminati pyramid that's what it is the eye the all-seeing eye yeah but it goes back to horus have you ever seen the eye of horus before yeah i'm vaguely familiar with it i'm not right you're not familiar with the eye of horus so I can't really show you what it looks like, but... I'll look it up in my um, car right now. It's on my back. I can show you. Oh. <laughs> is it really? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Arc. So what that really is, I'll explain to you what that actually is, your tattoo, is it is, it symbolizes the pineal gland. Because the eye of Horus, it's basically an eye and then there's a ridge over it. The eye is the pineal gland. And that ridge above it that looks like an eyebrow is the corpus callosum in your brain. So the ancients knew this. They knew what the pineal gland was. Um, even in the Bible. In, um, it's, I think it's Genesis 32.30. It says, and, um, what does it say? Oh, and Jacob saw it. He says, it says, um, and Jacob saw it. For he named the place Peniel, P-E-N-I-E-L. For he saw God face to face and his life was spared. Peniel becomes Pineal over time. Is that so the uh, stairway to heaven thing? No, no, no. This is the Pineal gland. What happens is DMT gets released in your Pineal gland two times in your life. Uh, well, it, it, many times in your life, but twice specifically. Once it floods your brain, your pineal gland releases it when you're in deep REM sleep so you can dream. And the other time that it floods your brain is when, uh, right before you die, right before you die, your brain floods it. That's when people start seeing the stuff right before they die, right? Yeah, the near-death experiences, that's where it comes from. That's where it is. Mm -hmm. That's, That's where it is. And... And basically what happens is for the the eye of Horus, okay, if you were to take a sagittal cut of the brain, which is like this, and then you open it up, okay, you'll see it looks like the eye of Horus. It's the pineal gland, and then the brow over it is the corpus callosum. Huh. And the the ancients knew about this. You know, like I just told you in the Bible, they talked about it. Like I told you, um... The Egyptians knew it with the Eye of Horus. 
and the Illuminati have corrupted it to being the all-seeing eye, basically, that it watches you. It watches you with um, their third eye, those fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Do you really have that tattoo? I do. That's fantastic. <laughs> but now you know where it comes from. Now you know what it represents. Um, so you were talking about Jay-Z's this one, right? Yeah. Or sometimes they do this. It's always mm-hmm. a combination of things. Incidentally, this is a combination of this and this. This. Um, so this, it's supposed to be like Rock Nation. It's a diamond, but it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a, a, a pyramid, is what it is. And Jay Z is made in an Illuminati symbol. But have you ever seen this before? Mm-hmm. Isn't that Live Long and Prosper? <laughs> Live Long and Prosper from Tech. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you do this and then you connect it like this, this is called the benediction. The ancient Israeli priests used to do this in the congregation and it puts a blessing on the congregation. Hopefully a blessing. It does. It, put, it puts <laughs> a blessing on the congregation. They do this. Um... That's why Leonard Nimoy selected this as, uh, in Star Trek, he selected this. Because he knew it came from this. Huh. So this is literally just this, unperverted. So what would the reasoning for them doing those, especially so prominently in pictures and videos or whatever, why would they do that? What are they signaling? They're signaling to each other that they're all in the little club. Wouldn't they all That's know all that do. they are? It seems like a small club and you ain't in it, like George Carlin says. Yeah. You, don't they all have they meetings where they eat babies and shit? Like, why would they have to signal to each other? There's the virgin sacrifice. Um, For the new ones? Because most people think it's cool and don't know any better. We're just flaunting in How our face. How many kids run around doing this? Vagina. Oh, yeah, that was the vagina thing. That's, that's, that's the faux vagina symbol. I forgot about Fadina that. Vag. <laughs> so you guys have any questions on the first three but you basically you see how it comes back to a good place and it's been taken and perverted by the illuminati and adopted as their own well it seems to be their mo's to pervert everything they can so it makes sense my question on those other two other than the eye of horus um is where do those tie in with astrology Oh, they don't. Oh, okay. This, we this, we this tied in the first one, this, sorry. This is separate from it. Oh, okay. I'm going to get into a little bit of astrology, too. But um, have you seen this, the devil horns, before? Of course. Rock on. Every concert ever. I can't, do you have that tattooed on your back? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. I have that one on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Here, let me show you. Uh, oh. <laughs> so this... It's supposed to be, and you you always see like, like you've seen George Bush do this, George W. Bush do this. Yes. And his daughter Jenna went to the University of Texas, so it could just be a Longhorn thing, to be honest with you. But you've seen like the popes do this, everybody does this, it's the devil horns, right? But it's actually called the Apana Mudra, which is an ancient, I believe it's Hindu, 
mudra and it's for purification what it does is it purifies the individual physically from toxins and it sheds negative energy that you might be holding you ever see the italians with the uh with the horn no no you've never seen the italians with with the horn it's supposed to keep the maloki away you've never heard of that yeah like on the necklace Yes. Yes, I have seen that actually. That's so where that. Have you ever seen the hamsa, which is a hand? It's a, uh, it's um, it's Jewish and it's also uh, Arab. There's an eye on a hand. Oh it's yeah. The same thing. I haven't yes, seen that, just, but I get it. It's the same thing as this. Huh. So that's where the devil horns come from. Again, another positive place. Huh. That'd be weird to see the Pope do throwing horns. Oh, <laughs> right, like, yeah. hey, what's He's got, up? You can look it up. There's pictures Party. of Benedict. There's pictures, pictures of Francis. I saw the ones of Benedict. It was uh, unrelated to what we're talking about. It was more of the conspiracy theorists. Like, they worship Satan. And so it was uh, showing pictures of, like, different priests and popes and stuff like that that were doing that. Which, at the time, I just thought... Okay, it's, I don't know if that's real or not. This is the internet. It could be photo. I don't fucking know. Like, but that actually makes more sense with the way that you explained it. Why they would be doing that? The Pope's rolling down the street in his Pope mobile, listening to Pantera. He's like headbanging. He's all send me to the <laughs> gates. Like, I love you. I don't know. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> bless you. Yeah. About to have we'll a get, resurrection get in this there. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm inciting a resurrection. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. About to get banned. Sorry, continue. We get rabbit trail, Michael. I'll get, into, I'll get into the Lucifer thing, too. So, have you seen this before? Have you seen pictures of Jesus with the two fingers up yes. like this? Pictures of Baphomet, pictures of Lucifer, pictures mm. of Satan. They're all with two fingers up. Have well, you seen that before? Yeah. I've seen also um, Catholic priests do blessings like that, where they take this... And then when they sprinkle, and then, or a lot of people, they do the signs like that, too. The crossing. This is the benediction in the priests. The priests have, the the old, um, this is the Jewish benediction. This is the Catholic benediction. But the reason you see, like, Baphomet and Satan doing this, too, okay? And the reason why every picture of Jesus is like that. First of all, with pictures of Jesus, you'll see the following, okay? When it's a cartoon of Jesus, or it's like the white Jesus, you'll see the following thing. You'll see a white Jesus with a beard. The (laughs) sun will always be behind his head. Always. Yeah. And that's because he's the sun. Right. He'll always have his two fingers up. And the reason he has that is... Well, I'll get back to that in a sec. Um, he has his heart outside of his body because that represents the toroidal field. The toroidal field is your heart field. It's the energy field that comes from your heart. It goes out six feet from you and it creates an ellipsis around you. Or uh, uh, it's like, uh, I can't think of the word for it though. There's Would that be like for it, though. an EMF field, like your aura, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. It's six feet from you. Incidentally, that's why they want you to stay six feet apart wow. so that you because your energy is right now. You guys are sitting next to each other. Your energies are affecting each other. But if you keep everybody six feet apart, suddenly everything's in chaos. 
That I yeah, believe that 100%. Yeah. Right so this, like I was telling you, is an ancient comedic peace song. And when I say comedic, K-H-E-M is Egyptian. It goes back to Egypt. This is the ancient peace song. This is a British war song. Oh, shit. Okay, so the peace sign like this is actually a British war sign when you go back to it. This is the original peace sign. So whenever you see Baphomet or Satan like this, they're telling you they're peaceful. That's all it is. Didn't it have it's something to do with the as, a, as above, so below thing, too? Like they're pointing well, up. That's, but... that's this. That's you have one up and then one down. Oh, gotcha. So it's a combination of two things. One hand is up, one hand is down like this. Just a combination of two things, but you're right. Yeah. I heard about that uh, six foot, uh, f- six foot toroidal field thing. Uh, I think last yeah. summer, remember I was talking about that? I was like, I heard this crazy podcast. Somebody was talking about your EMF field goes out six feet and that's why they want to keep you six feet apart. It, was, it, it was makes a lot of crazy sense. Chick. Like every single thing she said was absolutely batshit crazy, but that kind of made sense. Yeah. And it that totally one thing. <laughs> but everything else was like, oh. Every time I saw a picture of Jesus doing this, I just thought, like, when his hands were doing that, that was how he levitated. It was part of it, yeah. Well, the thing is is that I did tell you that white white Jesus goes back to a guy named Caesar Borgia. If you were to Google Caesar Borgia, okay, the Borgia family is one of the 13 Illuminati families. They still are. Pope Alexander VI is part of that family. They had a pope, one of the Illuminati families. Caesar Borgia is the bastard son of Pope Alexander VI. And what happened was, you know how in like uh, Islam you're not allowed to draw Muhammad or, or, or nobody's allowed to draw Muhammad, otherwise, you know, they, they freak out. Yeah, it's hilarious. In, um, before Pope Alexander VI, there was no picture of Jesus. There was no drawing of Jesus. There was nothing. It just was nothing. So he decided that his son was going to be the face of Jesus. So every time you look at the cartoon of Jesus uh, or pictures of white Jesus, that's Caesar Borgia. You can Google him. It's the same face. Wow. Um, Would he be yeah. Italian then? It sounds like an Italian right. name. What gross shit are you drinking right now? They see. Oh okay. Uh, is that is that fucking sweet tea? No, it's diet Snapple. Uh. <laughs> I always hate bringing such large containers here because sometimes, like, I'm such a dirty bastard. Like, sometimes I'm drinking like two liter bottles of soda. Like, it doesn't look good on a podcast. Uh, I disagree. Ginormous. We're not judging at all. Just curious. That would be a first, seeing somebody swig out of a two-liter bottle. I have I have this stuff in a that. water bottle, and uh, my <laughs> son calls it butt grass. It's fair. So butt gross. grass. Ass grass. Yeah, he calls it butt grass. Uh, I mean, it's fair. It it it's leafy and it tastes like butt. So it's a good description, but it was from an eight-year-old's mind. But you can't say ass grass, which is a better word for it. Yeah, ass grass is way better, or ass turf. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to assume you've eaten ass before. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say that. You can call it salad if you want, but yes. Well, the you heard it here, folks. White Jesus to eating ass. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. Within yeah, how 30 seconds. That transition is. <laughs> Sorry. You should see some That's of my other transitions. <laughs> this is a normal actually conversation, slow actually. For us, to be very I, I can do this by myself all night, man. Uh... <laughs> anyway, keep going. Go ahead. All right. So, have you guys heard of the upside down cross supposed to be satanic? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Everybody says that the upside down cross is satanic. It's evil. It's Luciferian. First of all, Satan and Lucifer are not the same entity. And Lucifer is just astrology, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But the upside-down cross is actually pure love. It's actually the cross of St. Peter. Do you know why? Oh, because he was crucified upside down, right? He said he was not able to be crucified as the perfect one. And I'm, I just paraphrased that. That's not right. exactly what he said. Yeah. But he said he's not worthy to be crucified in the same way that Jesus was. So he was crucified upside down. So that in itself also is co-opted, taken out of context, and comes from a really good place. Whether or not you believe that the story of the Bible is real, the metaphor of the upside down cross mean something different than what it's supposed to mean. So they're perverting something into another perversion. So they're they're taking something that was meant to be yeah. good, turning Just it like into this. something that's Just supposed like to be bad. Six 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 and then the white power. First they pervert it and then they double pervert it. And you still see people doing this right now, but you people are getting in trouble for it. All that is is this. Oh, you know, when you're like this, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. You know, these are the major ones that people have issues with and they all come from good places. So if you didn't know any better before I told you about these six or seven, you would think that they're evil symbolism. And in the way that like celebrities and such are making them, yes, they're using it to signify bad things. But its origin is good. Do you think so they're actually? Really do you think they're actually making it an evil symbol by using it the way they want to? Well, perception is everything. Yeah. Every once in a while, you find people who try to reclaim the swastika for good, and it, like it never works. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're still gonna get taken off of Twitter for that. What about the peace sign? I was wondering. I, I have a couple questions about extra symbols. The peace sign. Uh, I heard some weird mm-hmm. shit about that, that that's also supposed to be like an upside down cross because they, I, I can't really explain it over audio, but kind of like they were crucified like this, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, uh, also the upside no, down I, pentagram. I haven't heard that, but I do know that the, uh, the, the peace sign, the actual peace sign is if you flip it right side up because that radiates the energy out. Ah, Instead I knew there's some weird down. shit with that. What about the, the pentagram or the upside down pentagram or just the regular pentagram? How does so that So I'll get in? to that right now. I'm going to get to that right now. Perfect. So, but you got to talk about Lucifer first. So who, what is Lucifer? The Vatican has a telescope named Lucifer. Who is Lucifer? Lucifer is the morning star. Right? right. Everybody knows that. The morning star is Venus. And do you know why? It's because if you were to look outside in the morning... Right before the sun comes up, it radiates a little bit of light so you could see the blue. 
If you look above the sun, you'll see a bright light, a very pinpoint bright light. That's Venus. Venus every day announces the arrival of God's sun. So Lucifer is the morning star. He's Venus. The bringer of light. What the pe- yeah. What the pentagram, he's the light bringer. In Genesis 1-3, God says, let there be light. How is there going to be light without the light bringer, the light bearer? So Lucifer is mentioned in the Bible right away. He's just never mentioned by name. But what is the pentagram? You brought it up. You brought up the pentagram. Well, the upside-down pentagram, which is supposed to be evil, was created by an occultist named Eliphas Levi in the 1800s. He just inverted it. There was no crazy hidden meaning to it. He just inverted it. That was corrupted. And as far as the pentagram itself goes, the reason it's a five-starred triangle is because, remember how I told you uh, Lucifer is Venus? Mm -hmm. If you take Venus and Earth and their orbits, you have the sun in the middle and then Venus goes around it and then the Earth goes around it, there's five points where the Earth and Venus almost touch in their orbits, where they get very close. You connect those dots, that's the pentagram. That's where the pentagram goes. Oh, wow. Holy shit. So they attributed that to Lucifer because of that. That makes a lot of sense. Jesus calls himself the Lucifer, uh, Lucifer too, in Revelation twenty two sixteen. I'll read it to you. It says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Yeah. Wow. So I always thought that Jesus was weird that... Mor- huh. Yeah, I always thought that Jesus was weird that he was... the morning star, too. <laughs> we have kind of a lag. But yeah, they, Jesus and Satan were both called... Lions, they're both called morning stars, they're both called light bringers. So, is it one and the same thing? The same person? I mean, what's going <laughs> Are they on brothers? Here? <laughs> Are they yeah. cousins? Well, Jesus is the sun, he's the morning star. Technically, the, the sun is a star, but Lucifer is the morning star too because he announces the arrival of God's sun every day. Do this in the morning, get up early as the sun's coming up, find the sun. Okay, and as it's coming up, look up a little bit. You'll see this bright pinpoint light. That's Venus. You'll see it every day. Yeah, I've seen we it. See uh, Venus every day. We have this star walk up. We actually track the planets and shit. We're kind of weird like that. So we know mm-hmm. where they're at. I do you think that Jesus and Satan are maybe the same person or no? Definitely not. No. First of all, none of them are real. It's all astrology. It's all astrology. I'm Satan not, is I'm a not, Satan. I didn't mean same person like they actually exist. I mean the same thing in different um, periods, different people, different. Well, Jesus is the sun and Satan is Saturn. Oh, okay. Is the planet Saturn. You ever wonder why Jesus from the age of 12 to 30 just disappears? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, very much. And then he comes back at 30. Just to die. So 12. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. leaves at 12. 12 is the year that the Jews get bar mitzvahed. 12 is also the right. amount of zodiac signs there is. Oh, right. Yeah. So you go through this one signs, then he disappears. He comes back at 30 because they used to say teachers had to wait for Saturn to come back. So you're born and Saturn's in a specific position. You can teach when Saturn comes back to that position because the ancient Jewish religion 
uh, goes back to the worship of Saturn. That's why they worship on the Saturn day. That's why the Jews have the holy day on the Saturn day uh, or the Saturday. And um, so you you have to wait for Saturn to come back. And Saturn takes 30 years to go around the sun. So by the time it comes back to the point where you were at, you could start teaching again. That's why he starts teaching at 30. So he goes through, you know, following this. So then he's born 30 years later, Saturn would return to its position but from his birth, he goes through all 12, basically all 12 of the Zodiacs, disappears until the 30th year when he is capable of coming back and teaching. That's right. Okay. Just then, clarifying, I, I want to make sure I got it straight. And then dies. And then we're all saved from sin. So they, they suppose that he was, I think I've heard 32 to 34 was what they estimated his, according to... The genealogical blah, 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 from the Bible that he was about thirty two or 30, 33 years of age when he was crucified. Is there any thirty three? Yeah, thirty three. Is there anything specific with that? Is there is thirty yeah, plus three? Is a sacred or? number. Thirty three is a sacred number. The Masons have thirty three degrees. Um, thirty three is all, and that goes back to the amount of bones in your in your vertebrae. Oh okay? yeah, because what happens is. You have sacred fluid in your that goes up your spine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have the sacred fluid; it goes up your spine, which is also known as Jacob's ladder, and then it lands in your pineal gland, and then it explodes, and that's your resurrection. Jesus you die and you're resurrected. So you go up all thirty-three years, and then you're resurrected. Exactly. It's just metaphors. That's all it is. It's just hidden well. <laughs> I love, over the time that we've asked questions on both of these episodes, I like how as soon as you explain everything, and like as soon as the light bulb goes off for me after you're done explaining one of these, and you go, it's all just metaphors. I go, Jesus fucking Christ. No offense. Um, I'm like, I'm like, as soon as you say it's just all metaphors, like, yeah, it's just, it's kind of all just fucking like, it's all right there for us. It's all right fucking there for us. I'm like, how the fuck did I get 30 years old and know none of this shit? Because we, we aren't taught parents. it. Because of your parents. I'm I sorry. Know. I love uh, your parents. but Not just our parents, the world in general. I mean, he's just yeah. explained how they invert everything. So everybody's kind Michael, of in the Michael, what do you think happens when we die? I might have asked you this on the last one, but what do you actually think happens? Or what do you uh, assume maybe happens? I'm, I know no one really knows, but what do you think? Hey, guys. Shh. Aww. We got kids in here. <laughs> He's so sweet. <laughs> he just wanted to be part of He's the like, podcast. Hey guys. Uh, uh, make him make him famous. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you die? Your pineal gland releases everything. You hallucinate, and your soul leaves the body. The first rule of thermodynamics is that energy can never be killed or destroyed. For sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think you go to another dimension to continue your learning. Or you come back and reincarnate because you didn't learn your lessons the right way. Okay. That's my fair. general thought on it, yeah. That, that is exactly what I hope for. So I am very happy with your answer. Thing. <laughs> I don't want to be dust. The way I see it is one of two ways. Okay? It's very easy when you, when you think of it this way. The first thing is, is that life continues in a different way. Um, 
Have you heard of the story of Pam Reynolds? That sounds familiar, Maybe. but Maybe. we hear a lot of stories. We listen to a lot of paranormal stories and things like that, but go ahead and tell us. So let me tell you, let me tell you the story of Pam Reynolds real quick. Pam Reynolds was a singer, okay? And she got sick, and they did a scan on her, and they found out she had a tumor at the base of her spine. Was it spine? Yeah. Brain That's stem. not the best place for one base. of those. It was the base of her brain stem, okay? This was years ago. So what they did was they had to come up with a new way because you can't just sedate her and open her up. You cut the brain stem, it's, it'll, you'll bleed out. For sure. Yeah. So what they did was they, they lowered her body temperature and they froze her and they put her on bypass. Mm -hmm. They put clicking machines, clicking noises in her ears, okay? The reason they do that is because these little, these little earplugs would click and it would check to see if the brainstem reacts to the sound. Yeah. Okay. Because as long as it reacted, they couldn't do the surgery. They duct taped her. They, they taped her eyes shut. Right? Okay. So she's completely dead. They taped everything up. While this was done, she was uh, on bypass. She had the eyes covered. She had the things in her ears. Once they found out the brainstem was completely done, they cut her open. And during that time, she had a near-death experience where she floated out of her body. And this is very highly recorded because this was in a most people with near-death experiences, they don't they're not they're not monitored. Yeah. You know, they're not monitored. Right. They're not monitored. This was highly monitored. I just explained what happened to her. So what happened was she floated out of her body, she was able to see her body. She was able to see what the doctors were doing. She remembered one of the doctors saying that her veins were too small. She, she basically remembered all this stuff and then went back in her body. And then when she woke up, she told them everything and the doctors turned like white. So it's a well-documented case of out-of-body experiences. So you got one of two things that are going to happen when you die. Either, either life continues and then you're okay or nothing happens and if nothing happens you're not like in your grave buried alive no you won't care you know at all because I mean? nothing's happening yeah, yeah. i get it either nothing way you won't happens. care so so the way i see it is it's a it doesn't matter it's kind of a win-win i was just curious <laughs> either yeah. nothing happens and you don't fucking know or care or something awesome happens exactly I... <laughs> Who knows if it's even awesome? It I could just, just be like normal. Human, you could I get to death and be like, oh yeah, I remember this again. Cool. We've heard a ton of stories of that though, where people will die or have a near-death experience and then they get back to the place where they were and they're like, oh shit, I've been here before. Now I have to pick my parents again. I'm not doing that again because <laughs> I made a shitty decision last time. Sorry, mom and dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Why did I... Uh, I'm not going to go there. Anyway. <laughs> if that's true, though, I mean, you can't blame kids that are abused, right? Because they pick their parents. Ooh. That's Ugh. That's dark. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder I hate myself so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I have trouble with that. Like, kids that are born in, like, war-torn countries. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely some answers that are evading us we can speculate all day and but a I lot mean, of it makes the sense. thing is is that if we had the answers if someone knew what was going to happen for sure 
if somebody knew when they were going to die, if somebody knew, you know, all this stuff, then life would be pointless. Yeah. You know, what makes it important is our finite time. What makes it important is not knowing. Even if you were 84 years old and you, I mean, even if you, you knew you were going to die when you were like 75, you would think about that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You, you know, but now you, no, one, no one cares. Everyone's, everyone's invincible, you know? I actually find it shocking that people don't, I think about death every single day. I think I've said this on a couple of podcasts. Sorry, babe, but I think about it every single day. And it's terrifying to me. I think about the moment that I will die, how I will die, how it will feel. And it's so crazy because it will happen to all of us. And nobody ever talks about it. They talk about, like, the vacations they're going on and what they did with their family last week. And I'm like, don't you know you're going to die at some point? I'm so sorry for being such a bummer. That's not a bummer. I think about it every day, too. But I'm, like, excited. I think about it... But I'm scared because I don't know what it will bring. Like, it could be, I think about people who do ayahuasca and they're like, oh, I was blowing on a candle trying to, like, sustain my existence and trying to maintain life. Like, that's, like, what they have to do. And I'm like, I don't want to go through trials and tribulations. I already have. I'm a person. I've done the best I can. But someday I'm going to cease to exist at least in this lifetime. Something else may happen. Maybe I'll reincarnate 30 years later and it will be a crazy fucking world, but it's so you can come insane. Back as like a, you can come back as like a guy with a really big dick. <laughs> I could. Yeah. Swing it all Swing around. Back. I could have a legit bat. You or guys. you could come back with a, as a chick with a really enormous <laughs> vagina, which would, <laughs> I assume would suck. I don't know. <laughs> that would be so gross. Or at but least really big lips. You know, the... <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? I, we're, we're talking back. about the really moment of We're death. talking Sorry, about I just, yes. reincarnation. I'm a very big bummer right now. I was just talking about thinking about how I'm going to die every single day. I think about how I'm going to die and that I'm going to die. And I said I do too, but I'm excited about it. But, but, but you don't <laughs> care. Like, I care. Like, I cry about it. It's insane. That's fair. It's so insane. Uh, I cry because I'm alive. Happen. Like, we have to think about that's going to happen. Nobody thinks about that. You know, there's medication, there's medication out there that makes you not give a fuck. <laughs> okay. No, I have some. Do you think that's weed. the answer, or I mean, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's I'm one answer. of those people who benefits highly from fluoridated water. So, oh yeah. Okay. Crustify that pineal gland. I think I'd rather just be on board with it and Here, not. Be here's what I think about it, though. Whatever death brings, it can't be any worse than this. But how is that so crazy to think about? Like it's going to happen for sure. You're never. I do think about it. About it. Every every single person who's ever lived has that happened to. Every single person has died. So it's either the what worst about, thing. Hold on a second. What about kids? What about kids who, or people who like fall down the flight of stairs and they remember a past life? Oh yeah, that's oh. awesome. That's just so. Is cool. it just some that, crazy you know? DMT release that yeah. they? No, it's not that. There was a there was a girl that grew up in somewhere in Europe. And she, like, bumped her head. And then she started remembering herself as, like, a in, in Egyptian times. And she was able to identify Egyptian artifacts that the public wow. haven't even seen yet. I remember that. What like, the fuck? And then they, they actually went and double-checked her. And it ended up being that they unearthed for the first time a couple of things. 
that there is no fucking way she would actually be able to know. And so they thought it was a coincidence, but there ended up being more than one. And they were like, how the fuck is that possible? Yep. I got to I'm telling you, you're born to this earth. You're born into this earth with a clean slate. You know, you, you, you remembered your past life, then your current life to me would be pointless because all you'd be doing is thinking about that. And I think there's some glitches in the matrix where people can access previous lives. Uh, yeah, for sure. Cause we don't remember them. It's almost like the, we've seen a couple or we listened to mysterious universe. I don't know if you've heard that podcast, but. They have talked about a couple accounts where people were like, had, um, they got abducted by aliens or whatever, and the aliens or whatever they were, were like, you agreed to this, don't you remember? And the people were like, fucking no, like, absolutely not, that it was in a previous lifetime or whatever. I don't know. People with near-death experiences almost always say the same thing. They're always like, I felt love that I can't explain. I felt peace. All my mm-hmm. senses were heightened, so like, you, you're not taking your eyes, you're not taking your ears, and yet you're still sen- you're still aware of everything. I so, worked with a girl who had a near death experience. I I was kind of joking around talking about the dumb shit we listened to, and she's like, "Oh, I had surgery on my back, and I had a near death experience." And I was like, "Oh my god, please tell me." <laughs> so she told me very hesitantly about her experience because she did not even believe it herself. But she said that she was in surgery and that she felt all of a sudden she was in like a white plate, like she was floating, but she was just, it was all white and she was kind of scared because she, it was completely white around her. There was nothing she could see or feel or touch. And then she could kind of see the doctors below her, but she wasn't really sure what was happening. She could hear a couple things. It's actually very similar to what you were talking about with the other story with the girl. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the name was. I I'm sorry, but she said Pam that Reynolds. they argued a little bit about what they should do with her because she almost died and she coded three times on the table and then eventually she came too. But then she asked a nurse about it and the nurse was like, that's impossible. Yeah, the doctors kind of did argue and you you technically did code, but you're fine. But they had actually argued legit and she was just kind of floating there in like a weird place. She hadn't had one, like, since. She's just kind of on board with all of that because she was not a believer of any of that. A lot of people who have these near-death experiences, what you'll find with a lot of them is they don't care about material possessions when they come back. They don't care about, like, the bullshit in the world. It's like they doing don't. ayahuasca. It's the same thing when they, like, meet the green fucking monster goddess or whatever. No, that's, that's DMT. I heard ayahuasca is pretty eye-opening, but you just spend the whole time puking. I heard you just you just constantly throw up on ayahuasca. Yeah, but after you come back, apparently you shit your pants pretty too. Eye-opening. That's this. What's the guy that Joe Rogan always talks about? The uh, it's not Brody. What's his name? He, Aubrey. Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. He like had a crazy like eye-opening experience on ayahuasca. Well, apparently you shit your pants a lot when you take ayahuasca, so I'm going to do it at some point just so we have a story, another shit your pants story for the show. (laughs) Yep. 
I barfed and shit in my pants for eight hours. It was great. Go do ayahuasca. Yeah, it sounds horrible. <laughs> DMT sounds so, way better, but... <laughs> going back to what you were talking about uh, with near-death experiences, uh, the only time that I came close to death, I did not get a near-death experience, and I kind of felt a little cheated about that. Because the only thing that I came back with after that was a very conscious decision whilst in the ICU of going, if now is my time... I'm 100% okay with it. And there was no experience other than pushing my morphine button going, if now's the time, I'm actually fucking ready for it. And then when I when I got all the way better and I talked to the doctors and I was like, so was there a good possibility that I could have died through this? And they were like, oh, like 30 different ways you should have died. And I was like, really? That is very interesting because oh. I am very much alive and okay. I wonder if the reason you didn't have like a the classic out of death or out of death fuck out of wow. body near death experience is because you're probably pretty fucking drugged up too. No, well maybe it was because you said I was hitting that up, morphine drip. I wasn't drugged up for like the first like good like two and a half three hours from the time of the accident, and I only lost five minutes of the accident time. Like, I, the, everybody talks about floating. I remember floating. Turns out, that's because I was flying through the air and watching the van roll underneath of me while I was flying through the air. So, like, I actually fucking remember all of that shit. I, rem- I, I lost consciousness about two seconds before I made impact in the field, and then I came to on the side of the road, after, like, five minutes later. I remember all of it. Um, my account according to uh, the doctors, was why they were able to figure out how fast the van was going because the driver didn't remember, the passenger didn't remember, and then the guy sitting next to me in the backseat didn't remember. And then when they looked at, like, the fishtail and all that stuff, they were like, you had the same exact story from the moment we got you in the ambulance all the way through, even including being sedated, under morphine, all of this shit, you had the same exact fine detailed story. And I was like, that's because I remember all of it. Like, it's a little fuzzy because pre and post shock, um, you know, kind of makes it a little dreamy. But the details to it were 100% spot on accurate. And I'm like, yeah, I lost five minutes of that. I I remember everything else. But yeah, I was heavily sedated on morphine for fucking three days. However, I still remember pretty much all of it. And I was like, the only thing I walked away from was that ever since then, the the few times that I thought, oh shit, I might die, I was 100% not scared of it since that moment. Was When I came to terms with, if this is my time, I'm alright with it, really haven't been scared of dying since. Like, that's that's all I, that's all I walked away with. But I didn't have any of those, like, I saw weird shit or I heard shit that I shouldn't have heard or any of that stuff. I don't know how you can be scared of dying when you live in California and you're on the freeway. <laughs> I think about it every day. I'm like, I could have died like six times on the way to work and that was ten minutes of my day. I don't. I think I could have died. I could have <clears throat> died six ways before I fucking got on the road. I could have fucking inhaled my breakfast, choked and fucking died on my breakfast burrito. Oh, I don't no. know. I could have just not woke up, which is my goal. Yeah, that's the way to go, is just go go in your sleep and REM. Like, I would way rather just do that, too. But at the same time, I go, yeah, but that's not likely. It's like, more than likely, I'm going to die some fucking horrible way. And to tell you the truth, I'm just kind of like, ah, that'll be a great ending story to my life. Like, well, at least I, you'll get to see what your insides look like. 
See, now that would be a near-death experience that I could go for. You'd be in so much shock, you'd be like, oh, that's like, my small intestine. Fuck, I don't right. think that's supposed to be out there. It really is that long. That's crazy. <laughs> There's a really good book out there that you guys should pick up. I was waiting for uh, Jen to get back. It's called A Lawyer Presents the Case for the Afterlife. And it's by a guy named Victor Zamet. And he's a lawyer. And he presents an analytical case of everything. And I mean everything that you could want to read that talks about uh, both near-death experiences and everything that proves that the afterlife is real. What What's it called? A, uh, a Lawyer Presents the Case for the Afterlife. Huh. It's by a guy named Victor Zamet. He's an Australian lawyer or a retired lawyer. And it's an absolute incredible book. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that does actually sound pretty good. I'll have to get the audio book. I can't read books as much. I'm going to read your books because we have physical copies. But as much as I can, I listen to audio books. Dude, I am so stoked to get those fucking books. (laughs) I sent them out on Saturday. Right on. Yesterday. Uh, do you already have, uh, dates for the 4th and projected 5th? March 15th, June 15th, September 15th. Right on. Now, do you have any projected dates when you're going to get those author copies? Because I would like to put my slot in now. (laughs) Uh, I should be able to have them. If it's coming out September 15th, I'll probably have them. September 30th and then I could send four five and six or I could just send four and then send five and then send six I'm I, I I'll, I'll be patient to to give you the honest truth I will hopefully read all three of those by the time that you get all three author copies on the last one because mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time to read the way that I mm-hmm. would love to peel through books and do that so I would love to be able, once I get the first three, to kind of sync it up to where I'm concluding those right around the time that I would get the next one. So I, I don't mind being patient for all three of them until, you know, that's done. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not I'm, worried about that. That's fine. Awesome. You, you got anything that. else? or uh, Are you getting ready for bed? I know it's super late over there. I'm, we 11.30. Went, we went over our 45 minute. Super Bowl, do we know? I, I definitely don't. I swear to God, I really hope it's the Chiefs, just because I want to see Tom Brady's fucking dumb head lose. Well, Tampa Boston, Bay won so by like two points. Holy shit! I'm pretty sure <laughs> that Tampa Bay fucking destroyed the Chiefs. Sorry, <laughs> I'm from Boston. Fuck you, bitch. Well, what? We can rule even from Florida. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for uh, coming on again. We got to have you back again, though, for Revelation because I do want to hear more Revelation oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It seems relevant yeah, to uh, today's events. I'm telling you right now, I'm bringing my 1611K JV to that. I'm going to be like right fucking here, like, yep. All right, go through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we could definitely do that. I, I have the presentation right here. Sweet. Right on. All right, man. Till next time. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. See you. Talk to you guys later.